Welcome to This Is Not A Green Room, the podcast where we talk to New York Comedy Club comedians and delve into their deep inner demons. We are coming to you, as always, from Pinch Studios in beautiful downtown Queens, soon to be Amazon HQ. <laughs> and our guest today is one of our many wonderful Canadian friends, Mr. Alex Pavone. Hey, how are you? My favorite little hairy Italian Canadian. You love busting my chops. <laughs> Every time I come in, you're always giving me the business. And you know what? When it's you don't job. give me the business and you're nice to me, it freaks me it out. It does. It really so freaks me out. I think it freaks nice. everyone out. <laughs> They're That's like, true. oh, God, do I have a terminal disease? Why is Rachel being nice to <laughs> but me? But then they, they get yeah. so mad, like, why are you so mean? And then when I actually, I'm like, I tone it down. They're yeah. like, wait, no, this is weird. Forget it. There's, <laughs> I don't do that. I want you to know if I'm ever like, why are you so mean? That's a joke. And I want you to fucking put, you know, put your pedal. Uh, what's the saying? Pedal, pedal to, to the, the metal. metal. That's it. I want you to keep going <laughs> and give me the business. You I don't want it. you to be nice. I want you to be ruder. <laughs> Please. Which is so funny being that you're Canadian. Yeah. But I, and you are so polite. I am polite. I don't know if that's a can I mean, I guess it is a Canadian thing, but my parents always instilled uh, me, you know, to have manners and stuff. Yeah. Always. Not me. I was so confused I mean, last night. I messaged Pavone about a spot and he was all fired up from something else that had happened. He goes, God damn, yes. And then he goes, I'm so sorry, buddy. You don't deserve that. I was like, was that? Wait, what? That message wasn't for me. Right. And then I looked always. at it again. I go. Were you apologizing for saying "God damn"? I was just apologizing for my outburst. I got off stage. Which of all, also you always to- are. No, 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 no. I got. I was watching the Raptors. Uh, no, seventeen. They lost a seventeen-point lead, and then soon as they lost, I got called on stage. So I was already off to a bad start. Then I had a horrible show. Then I got off, and I saw Amy's message, and I was just. It was you. You were like the pretty much the first person I talked to after a lot of shit hit the fan. So I was like, fuck yeah, I want that spot after this bullshit. Like, I kept going in. And then yeah, I was it, like, what? what am, why am I telling Amy this? You didn't go, even go in that hard, though. That was. No, I didn't go in that hard. But <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, I got to let that go. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, no, I definitely, I definitely, I want to be known as someone who has manners. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, stupid if you don't. Yeah, I, I agree. I you think, know? yeah, why not be nice? So you're calling me stupid? No, you have manners. Manners is different. Yeah, because also Alex is a wild man, but he is he is polite. There's, yes. There, you can be many of these things. You know what I mean? You can yes. be professional and courteous, but also just be like a raving lunatic. Yeah, I, and yes. I will never forget the first time I saw you on stage. I will never forget that. I was Where like, was Who that? Who is this raving lunatic? Where was this? At the stand. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Okay, so you were there and you just saw me yelling? Yeah. I was like, what, what yeah, is, what is this mess? Like, yeah. what is this? You know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. It happens. <laughs> You've grown on me, though. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think you're lots of people's cups of tea, but it is funny that you never even need to use the mic. I know. St- I got to start to use it, though. I feel like it's, uh, you know, I got to use it. Yeah. For, for whatever reason. Professional, professionalism and furthering my career. I feel like the mic is needed. Look, I'm using the mic now. Yeah, that's if true. I can do it here. I can do it off on stage. And you're real <laughs> close to the mic too, by the way. Well, you have to be. This is a podcast. Yeah. Look at this. Uh, sorry. There you go. Get, Get in there. That's true. Rachel actually does not know this I, lesson. There yeah. are so many times. She'll so just like times. turn her head way over here. Like, so how was that? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, buddy, this is the only thing. <laughs> I don't move now. So I'm that like, actually, I got to bring, I just said, buddy, I was you infected. I don't know if it was you or Nathan or the combination of having Both. you around. Both. I can't not say buddy now. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a very infectious word. It really is. Do you use it in text yet? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Especially when you talk to me, you're going to use it in text. Yeah. Sometimes I start a sentence and end it with buddy. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy. 
hey buddy how you doing things are well buddy like a like a little buddy sandwich or yeah. something speaking, <laughs> speaking of buddies do you know what this means that you're here right no this means that Amy and I are now the fourth and fifth honorary members of the Sweet Buddies. Oh, right. oh that's this right. Way back in the early days. That's right. You're, you've <laughs> been banned. You've been banned from the suite. I forgot all about like, that. What are you doing here? You should Call not be here. episode number one. <laughs> <laughs> that letter you wrote was amazing. We have an email. Uh, uh, you're banned at gmail.com. And we ban you from our uh, uh, podcast slash home. And you were one of the first people we banned for running your mouth. <laughs> So we sent you an email, and uh, it was—it's hilarious asking someone for their email, yeah, because they're like, "What?" Yeah, and I'm like, hey, "You never know. I, I don't even know what I said to you for 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 the email. I said maybe I said I was inviting you. It was to very something. formal. Or did I tell you I was banning you? Yeah, you were like you are. Oh yeah, it was forever like you were banned. Forthwith, blah blah. No, but blah. to grab your email, what did I say? I don't remember. Yeah, no, I'd set you up. Obviously, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm thinking of uh, having a party or something." And the next thing you know, you're banned. <laughs> so that is lifted as of there today. I think I told you in person that it might be lifted. I forgot the email address, so I can't unban via the email. Mm. So it might have to be. <laughs> it might have to be in person. I'll do something else to get banned. That's fine. Well, okay. So on that. Uh, you have, uh, you're, we're referencing your podcast and your living situation, Sweet Buddies. You want to mm-hmm. give us a little detail on, on that? Well, I'm, I moved in there two years ago, but I think Scopo, another comic, who he's been there for like four years. And then Mike, the other guy, I think he just moved in a couple months after me. Then we live with Jay. Jay's like 60, <laughs> and he's like this Indian dude, and yeah. he works at LaGuardia. Or he works Is he at, on the podcast too? Because I've never listened one, to it. Well, sure. One time he was on the podcast. He's like... He worked at he works at all like the major uh, airports, Port Authority airports, and he's head of complaints. He meditates a lot. Oh, we're I talking bet. about meditating. He meditates because we're like, how the fuck does this guy live with us? <laughs> I broke the cabinet yesterday. Like I went in too hard for a spoon, and I just ripped the face of the cabinet right out. And I'm like, took well, a pic, sent it to Jay. I go, well, you got to deal with this when you get home. And and he's so calm always. But wow. had a complaints at Port Authority Airport. That's why. Yeah. He's dealing with so much shit. So when why he comes didn't he home. Why just fix it? Cut, I ripped the face off. I don't know how. What is he, a carpenter? Hammering it. Yeah, I don't know what's going See, on. See, dudes don't have to be dudes anymore. I guess. I went in there for this Afghani pudding, dessert, and oh. next thing I know, I'm trying to hammer a so fucking So you're trying to steal his again. dessert. No, that was my dessert. I went and got Afghani food. And I put it in the That fridge. was racist. You just assumed the Indian yeah. guy's got the Afghani <laughs> dessert. You said he was Indian. Thank you. You said he was Indian. Yeah, which is not the same it's as not Afghani. It's not even close. <laughs> Italian is closer to Afghani than Indian, for Christ's sakes. You, 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 you white people and your craziness. <laughs> you know who I realized though? You know, I'm actually 15% Indian, I found out, so I can say those things. 23 and me? Is that what you did? I guess my father did it. Okay. But wait, if your father did it, you don't actually still know your exact. Yeah, you're not 15%. You could be less than seven and a half or whatever. You only got half your shit from your dad. And it could be even less than that. that Right. Yeah. Oh, well, never mind that then. Well, then there you go. Back to being a racist. (laughs) (laughs) But you know the house. You know the house has like been passed down for 15 years, right? Yeah. So like Joe List lived in my room. Passed down from like comedians. Just comedians. Well, there's a landlord and Jay knows the landlord. So Jay's in there. But then everybody else who's been in the house for the past 15 years is a comedian or has been a comedian. We find some weird shit in that house. We find like VHSs from like 1999, like sets from comics that 
we look them up now and they're like on cruise ships. Oh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. That's pretty cool. It is. It is pretty cool. I like that little time. Did capsule. you know that yeah. Wendy Starling got her start in comedy from being on cruise ships? Wendy? Yeah. That's Wendy was on a cruise ship, yeah. but she was a personal Not, trainer. She right. wasn't a comedian. So she was doing like like presentations and then like having to rehearse presentations and be funny. And then she decided to do stand up from that, which was oh. really like I've never heard anything like that. That's crazy. Yeah. But I, okay, I thought she started on a cruise ship. Like yeah, her that first is the opposite. Gig. Yeah, no, that no, is no. completely <laughs> the opposite. It actually makes sense why she her act is like the way it is now. Seeing a cruise ship comic, which is. <laughs> I know a guy who was on a cruise ship. Yeah. This guy's Canadian comic. You got to be very clean. You need like three different acts. He was doing the Disney cruise ship. He, a kid, it was like a four o'clock show. Mm-hmm. A kid, it was like five to seven, these kids, right? This kid calls him a doo-doo head, right? And he goes, <laughs> no, you're a doo-doo head. Kid complains. They helicopter him off the, <gasps> no. off the ship. Yeah, Disney cruise ship. They don't fuck around there. They do not. You call kid a doo-doo head, you're gone. <laughs> oh, they didn't even bring him home. They just dropped him off in the Bahamas and told him oh. to find his own ride. Yeah, that's what I know about cruise ships. Yikes. <laughs> Wait, but they, they didn't have a witness? Head? Was there a witness to I this mean, happening? I mean, there were no. So a kid can just say you cursed at him and then they just get rid of you? Yeah, the, you're a co- yeah, yeah, it's one comedian. They're so interchangeable. You know? Yeah, what does Disney care? They're a giant corporation. <laughs> they have liability. Exactly. We'll helicopter some other schmuck in who won't say duty yeah. head. Or he will, and a week later, we'll helicopter another schmuck in. True. <laughs> another schmuck. That's what we are, technically. Get this schmuck <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> well, speaking of beginning of, of careers, uh, let's go back. You, I've mentioned already that you are a Canadian, yep. but... Uh, when did you when did you start? How long ago did you come to the US? How long have you been in New York? That whole, you know, give us the origin story of Mr. Pavone. I think I started okay, I think I started my first set was two thousand seven, Toronto, Yuck Yucks. And then I moved here in two thousand and fourteen. I think yeah, February two thousand fourteen, and I've been in New York ever since. So that's almost five years, right? It'll be five years, yeah. Oh yeah, we moved on the same same yeah, month. That's, that's right. Pretty recent. Yeah. yeah, we all moved in the same month. That's how we met. We met at um I believe I met you at two oh six lounge in the village. Maybe. Or if I didn't yes, meet you, yes, I, I did. saw you there. Yes, now I remember that yeah, place. Yeah, trying to... Downstairs. Tr- yeah. Because yeah. I had come to New York only a couple times before, and the village was a place that I sort of knew, like Akash and like uh, Schultz and these guys. So I was like, I, I might as well hang out here, you yeah. know? So that's where I met you. And yeah, I've been here for five years. I'm still... You know, waiting for a green card. That's taken forever. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't get rid of oh, that but, check okay. you got. No, I know. Well, I got approved for the green card. Yeah. It's just not here yet. It's just not here. And I got to do like medical stuff. How Ugh. long does that usually take? It's, it's, it, it's been a long time. I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. You seem worried about it. Are you afraid <sighs> of getting deported? Like what's going no, on? No, I'm, I'm not afraid of getting deported. I'm afraid of like not being able, like once your green card application is in the system, you're not allowed to leave. Until you get it. Because oh. then if you leave and you still haven't received the green card, they could like terminate the, you know, the process. Mm-hmm. So I can't go back for stuff. You know, oh, no. I can't can go... you like not go home for Christmas? Well, that's the problem right now. See, that's what I'm worried about. Oh. I ha- I'd have to like go to the immigration and get like a travel parole. And it's, you know, it's oh, a lot of God. things. Going home for Christmas is not something they'd grant for you, though. Yeah. You'd have to say, I got a like gig. and Nana's dying or whatever. That they would. Yeah. But yeah. So just a whole bunch of things that you don't need Let's to come do. Come up with a death. Yeah, I, I think I, I think the government look looks into, into those it. records. Everything's <laughs> electronic now, so you can do that. You could. They look into every. Even, like my yeah. lawyer was like, "You got to be careful what you put on Instagram." 
Yeah. They wow. look at every Yeah, it's easy for them to just look at Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Know? We surveil ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Well, now I th- I think that's important now cuz of this whole that freaking Caesar whatever his name is. Okay. They like they should have looked at his Instagram way before. Caesar. Caesar. The guy that sent all the bombs. Oh, the bomb guy. Yeah. Well, oh, but here's yeah, the thing. Yeah, you, yeah. But that's needle in a haystack. Do you know how many people have much worse things on their Instagrams, on their Reddit forums, on their whatever, and they don't actually go ahead and send those pipe bombs? Yeah, True. that's one. So in many. But they could put like a red flag on that person. Like, there's too many. Like, you have no, you do not understand wow. the depths of despair and and horrifyingness that exist on the internet. It's like really, really, even though. You can use it in retrospect, like if a crime is committed, it's very helpful. There's just, it's too much. You can't, you don't know which one of these 600,000 dudes posting in this one Reddit subreddit is actually going to do something or none of them are going to. They're just angry. Yeah. Reddit is a dark (sighs) place. It really is. Or 4chan. That's even worse. I've never heard of that. Where's that? What's that? It was like a, a that's where actually like I did it for the lulls came from. And it actually helped give birth to the anonymous movement. Remember oh, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was basically like a an old school. I think it was an IRC like chat forum, like before Reddit, before those kinds of things that it like hardcore nerds would get to like through a terminal and all hardcore that shit. Nerds. Yeah, but it was like there were no rules there, and it was like very much encouraged to be like outlandish and actually do take action, and uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah, so that that's pretty much my story about being. I love it here. This place is I, the best. Wait, I like the one detail. There's a detail I really love that you came here initially on a circus visa. Okay, oh, what? I'll tell you this one. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that one off the podcast. Okay, but I will tell you that one. Yeah, because I don't want to say anything oh, about fair that. Enough. Just All right, for, sorry, I didn't go right for no, legal no, no, purposes. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you yeah. after. Pardon me. Would you rather talk about your banana rider? Ew, what? <laughs> banana rider. We're fucking with you up there. <laughs> he, he he came in here. I met him out on the street. I saw him. He's like, okay, I need a banana. Like, I need a banana. <laughs> it's like imperative I get a banana right uh, now. And I'm like, well, I think there's some in the office. And he gets in and Nick knows about this already. We're chatting that, on the old Facebook. Okay. Well, he had this thing where whenever he goes and does a podcast or a spot there, it must be bananas there. But that's not a thing. He's fucking with you. Well, Nick Completely knew about it you. before he even said anything. Because Nick messaged me. He goes, you're coming in? I go, yeah, buddy. You got snacks? I'm hungry. He's like, we got bananas. <laughs> and I was like, I'd love a banana. He's like, well, it's in your rider. I'm like, oh, I know. And we're joking. And then you come in and start believing this? I was going to say Sounded I want banana real. juice. That's what I was going to say to you. I'm like, where's the banana juice? Because, you know, the, you can't have banana juice. It's just like. There's banana juice? No, no there is no saying. banana juice. Exactly. Exactly. Isn't that weird? I know, but I guess it's just pudding or something. Yeah, or I guess mush. So. I guess I could tell you about the circus. No, no, no. We don't have to talk about that. I, th- I think you're right. Let's let's wait till after everything is. <laughs> it's gonna be, It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna enjoy that. So when did you when you first started doing comedy? What made you start? Um, I wanted to do. I don't know. I just liked it. I always liked doing it. So then I I was scared to do it, obviously, because it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Still get nervous, which is fucked up. I don't think those nerves ever go away. They're good nerves. When I when I'm not nervous, I do horrible. Hmm. It's weird. Um, but I don't know. I was there. I was, I was in the city and I was like, I didn't, I watched shows for two years and I didn't really, I'm like, ah, this guy does this. I saw Nathan before I started and he was really for that fucking, by the way, Nathan McIntosh. That was always almost complaining. a Nathan that you just did. You yeah, just I almost did squeaked. A Nathan. Yeah, I squeaked. Anyway, for that it. guy who is always like, ah, da, 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 da. that guy has been killing it since day it's one. A great impression. Yeah. 
He it is right. He's been killing it since day one. So since I started, he's probably two years ahead of me. He's always been winning competitions, and so if that fucker ever complains, just be like, we know for a fact you're the king of the world. Yeah, fuck yourself. Okay, we're sick and tired <laughs> of your bullshit. But then, yeah, I just I just kept going to shows, and then I was like, I got to do this. I saw this guy Dave Merhej. He mm-hmm. <clears throat> choking. He uh, is like a rambler. You know, and he's sort of a madman up there. And then in a good way, I go, well, fuck, if this guy's doing it, I think I could do it because this is my style. But not in a yeah. way that is like, he stinks. I should try this. Because right, a lot right. of people do comedy and they go, oh, I was at a show and this person sucked. So I thought I'd give it a try. And I was like, that's, Ooh, that's your... That's a weird... A lot of people think like that. Yeah. And I, was, and I saw him and I was like, oh, this guy's great. I, maybe, maybe his style is sort of like what I sort of envisioned myself doing. And uh, yeah, and then I just started doing it, nice. and then I just got hooked. Yeah, and now now I wish every day that I uh, stayed in school. <laughs> every fucking day, I wish I stayed in school. What, 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 the what hell am you, I doing? What yeah, would you have done if you weren't doing this? Because we've had this conversation a couple of times that I cannot picture you doing. You've had this conversation? No, you and I. We've talked about this. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you and Rachel. You're like. What the fuck is this guy doing? What would he do if we unleashed him into the world? No, I, I, just, I can't picture you contained in a little like nine to five job just coming in. Uh, he drives everybody. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? I like every, I just can't. I kill it. Everyone would kill me. I'm like, I'm the, I'm the guy at, uh, if there was like an office, I'd come and every time we passed by, I'd say hi to you. Like I'd yeah. fucking be that guy. Like, hey, how you doing? How's work? And they'd be like, yeah, shut up. It's 12 now. <laughs> Fuck off. We said hi four hours ago. I'd be that guy. You get one high per day. I remember exactly. I asked Scopa one time. I was like, how do you like deal with him in like a, in a home setting? It's a lot. And he's like, I love it. He was like, he's like my little personal alarm clock. He just yells, <laughs> wakes up screaming. <laughs> I'd work construction with my dad and. Uh, that I could see you doing because you, your energy gets expended. Well, I'm a, hor- I'm a horrible at with, with manual labor. Like all my friends are electricians and contractors and carpenters i didn't get that gene but and they all work in the trades and they're all doing great they all have like homes and you know i go over to their house and they show me their bathroom and shit and my buddy showed me his bathroom and it was beautiful there was like european splashback and all this fucking shit like uh you know un- unbelievable bathroom and the first thing that i say is you have a lot of soap. Like, that's what the fuck I said. And I was like, what am I doing? It's like you live on the street. Yeah. Like, soap. So, look at the body washes. They're not three in ones? Wow. So so everyone's doing well. I'd, I, I'd work construction with my dad only be, and my uncle only because we're family. And they would have to. They would be like, what's they this kid going to do? You. Live yeah. on the street? You know? But I worked there for five, six years. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare. How long have you been doing uh, Sweet Buddies? Two years? No. I don't know. Three years? No. Two years? No. Uh, Probably like a year and a half. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You got to ask Mike. Mike controls everything. <laughs> I think Mike, it's been longer than that. I think almost two years. Yeah. Almost two years. But, but that yeah. brings up, I was going to ask you this before we started, and I said, oh, I'm going to save this for the podcast. Is there rivalry amongst you guys? Like, do you guys, because, you know, I live with two comics, and obviously they're, they're in a relationship so that changes the dynamic mm. and i do a different thing so like we can all kind of come home and be like i'm happy for you and that's great yeah but do you guys ever get like motherfucker mm. why are you doing that thing I, no i don't think so i yeah. think we i think like new york opens your eyes when you're just like this is fucking hard comedy and the more you have people around you working towards a goal i think it helps yeah 
putting your jealousy aside is important. I, I don't personally. I don't know if Scopo goes in his room and goes, fuck, you know. Scopo's competitive <laughs> with spots. Like, he wants spots, yeah. but he's not like, oh, even Mike, they're not like upset that you get a spot and they don't get a spot. Yeah. They're See, just. The vibe that I get is that they're genuinely happy for each other. I think that they feel that rivalry rivalry with other comics. Maybe. Oh, like you circle. guys are a team, but then there's Yeah, other maybe, teams. maybe that's it. But within the house, no. We, yeah. If the podcast goes well or one of us does well, we just assume we're going to go to get, we're going to, you know, yeah. if Mike headlines somewhere, we're just like, okay, we, we could open for Mike. Or if yeah. Scopo, does, you know, that's how I look at it. I'm pretty sure they look at it the same way. Yeah. You guys just did kind of, you made your own tour, didn't you? Yeah, we did a tour. There were some ups and downs in the tour, but we had a good time. Nice. We learned a lot. Yeah. What were some of the downs? Uh, Richard goes right to the Right there. Or what did you learn? That were good. Up or or down? What what were some of the things you learned? Yeah. For next time. That's what I meant. We got to, you know, the problem with us is sometimes we, we work so hard on our comedy or we want to work on our comedy and get on stage all the, all the time, and and then we forget that some a lot of the times it's not about your stage craft and it's about the other things and promotion and stuff like that. And no one comes to the shows, and then we got to look in the mirror and go, "What the hell? The hell, the hell how the hell did that happen? What's the point of working on your craft if you get six people there?" So we got to work on offstage shit, like yeah. we talked about that, and just like the business side, the business side, and getting people there because that's. I mean, obviously, more important than the comedy itself because no one's there. Then what the fuck's the point? So we 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 got to do a better job prepping uh, shows and trying to get fill seats as opposed to like obviously still work on the yeah. cra- craft and of comedy, but you know without that the the people in there, there's no point. Yeah, but yeah, so we got to tough. I'm not good at it. Yeah, when when I started, it was there was no like. Instagram and, and, and making these videos and I missed that generation by like five years, you know? I'm I'm Tell I'm born in eighty six. I'm like thirty two. Yeah. It takes me legitimately to copy something on Instagram and put it on Regram. Yeah. Twelve minutes. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't feel alone. You and Rachel can bond over <laughs> I this. I can't <laughs> I can't make a meme. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I've never made a meme. There's I mean, you don't there. have Wi-Fi. I just learned Rachel oh, has no Wi-Fi must we in tell her the home. world. My father has no Wi-Fi in his home. That's not a good pat. That's not a good person to compare. I do everything to. on my phone, so I don't have a computer right now. But I you will. You gotta get-, get Wi-Fi. When so when people come over and they're like, "What's your Wi-Fi password?" You're not. You're. Well, she are lives you out. Uh, I'd be embarrassed. I mean, I could just steal one of my neighbors. I've done that. <laughs> you could do that. For sure, you could do that. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I no, I I will grow up and get a computer like soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, but a lot of things that go but, on in, yeah. in comedy are like on Instagram and Snapchat. Everything. I fucking suck at that. Yeah. So and I just missed that boat. So you can learn. I mean, you can, I know you can learn, but it, I don't want. Yeah, to. it's it's annoying because it is time that you're taking to learn this skill. Yeah. That's taking away from making that joke better or writing that new joke or. And I genuinely don't enjoy it. Yeah, I yeah, don't, I don't either. I, if if there is, I'm actually thinking about doing something with Jay because Jay, the old guy. Yeah. Every time I make a video, I was I was promoing myself for like this competition I was in. Does and, he know you referred to him as the old guy? No, <laughs> but I made videos and he was in there with me, and people were texting me. They're like, "More Jay? No way! Whatever you do, more 
Jay. I that's great. That's got to be a great dynamic to it's have this best. guy enthroned in with you guys. It's got to be good. And he is the best. Like when I'm sick, he makes me tea. Aww. Today he's like, uh, Pavone, make sure you come back before the snow falls because your feet will get wet. I'm like, this guy's the best. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. So I want to do, I want to do, he makes hot sauce. He like loves like really hot sauce. And I want to do videos with him, uh, just me and him talking about hot sauce and eating the hot sauce because he's like immune to this hot sauce. And I was like, this I would enjoy. Me and Jay, people would think it's funny, you know? So I think that's the key with all that stuff though too, is like, don't, do it. I mean, there's some things you just have to force yourself to do and it because it's, it's a job and mm-hmm. you do things at your job that you don't like. But if you can find that thing that isn't just comedy that you love that you can turn into something because then you won't feel like it's so tedious while you're doing it. Plus, it gives uh, a look into you beyond just the stage. Like this is like this is me and my roommate. He loves hot sauce. I love that he loves hot sauce. Yes. You know, if you like Casey's working on a Broadway related thing because that's her shtick, you yeah. know, like. I would do a murder thing if I weren't busy with this podcast, you know? Really? <laughs> oh my God. I love like forensics files. Did you watch Making a Murder too? I did. I haven't finished it. I didn't like it as much. I felt so guilty. You know, the first step, you've watched it, right? Yep. The first step, have you seen it? Mm-mm. Have you seen the first part of it? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't like anything horror murder related. Okay. It's not Well, then I'm not going to ruin it's... it for you. And I assume anyone listening has already finished watching it. But yeah. uh, the... Yeah, it's not gory at all. It's just following this one case in rural Montana or something. Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Um, And the whole first season goes through the case, and they think this guy may be falsely accused. Maybe he's not. That's a big thing. But that whole first episode where they go, and they're talking to Teresa's family, the victim, and all that stuff. And basically, the whole first episode is kind of like a mea culpa of being like, yeah, we did take this woman's death and turn it into entertainment, and that impacted her friends and family. And now there's these people coming uh, and protesting outside of like the city hall who like don't know anything besides the Netflix. And there's a lot of stuff that's obviously not included in a documentary. And that whole first episode made me feel so guilty. I was yeah. like, yeah, you guys are right. I'm going to stop watching this now because yeah. I'm a terrible, terrible person. Yeah, no, I mean, it does suck for her family too. They yeah. thought they had closure and then now this Netflix documentary is open up. Yeah, but then I kind of half watched it because Casey and Robbie were watching it and we have that big TV so you can't not watch yeah, whatever yeah. someone else is watching in our house. And uh, so good. The, that lawyer lady. Holy She's cow. Intense. She's intense. Yeah. She's terrifying. She, yeah. <laughs> She's I, scary. I love her. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope there's a third. There's got to be a there third. There has to be a third. there's no one. way that lady's stopping. No. Unless he's fine. Unless yeah. he says like he did. Unless he gives up. This is yeah. on what Netflix? Netflix. Yeah. Oh, well, that explains that. You don't have it. It's over. You don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> she doesn't have Wi-Fi. How could she you, watch Netflix? She does. She can't. This is how I find she this can't out. Even by steal the way, someone's password. Because we were talking about stealing a Netflix password and blah blah blah. And she doesn't have a smart TV. So Joe and I were like, <laughs> I, I like Roku. Joe likes Amazon Fire Stick. We're trying to, you know, refer these things. Like I'm talking mine up. Joe's talking his up. And I forget what question you asked. I was like. Well, and then you just connect it to the Wi-Fi, and so like it doesn't make it a smart TV, but it does all the things your smart TV would do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it gives you're you gonna get one. And she goes, "Oh, I don't, I don't have Wi-Fi." And I just, I walked out the door. I was like, "I can't. I, there's nothing and I can you do." Should here. walk out the door for God's sake. You're honestly like my dad. My dad was here the, last weekend, Aww. and I was like, "You pay seventy dollars for cable? Yeah, they're ripping you off. I paid. Get it, yeah. what are you doing? The Wi-Fi is ten dollars more." Yeah, get the Wi-Fi. Get rid of the cable. What are you watching on cable? What are you? What are you? What are you uh, watching? My dad too. He doesn't watch shit. 
Yeah. I go get Netflix, and he was. He goes. So what? Do, where do I go? Is there a store? I go. Oh I, my god! I, I, don't, I can't. I can't do this. You know what I will say though. So we have cable because we sort of work backwards the other way of like we're already going to pay you eighty dollars for internet because you know if you bundle you just kind of it's not that much more yeah. than getting just one thing. So we were like, well, we're already getting the internet. Do you have I guess, a landline? No. no, I did at the old apartment though because I was still working remotely See, from I don't LA. Have that. I feel like if you add the landline, it gets cheaper, like or not yeah. cheaper. They but do you something. might, yeah, it's basically free. The well, third thing, yeah. But uh, so we basically were like, well, we're getting the Wi-Fi. Let's just get the cable. And the thing I like about cable over everything else, though, is the lack of action and choice. So, like, if I'm washing dishes or I'm like doing some shit around the apartment, yeah. it's a company. I just, I just turn it on, and I don't have to decide. Like, okay, I'm watching this show, and now I feel bad that I missed this thing while I, the yeah. glasses were clinking. I don't know, like Spike TV, and like yeah. you only got like six options. I mean, on stuff. True TV is twenty four seven and Practical Jokers. Exactly, great. CNBC twenty four seven Shark Tank. I'm good. I love Shark Tank. Oh, I love. Too. Who doesn't love Shark Tank? Some some people don't like Shark Tank. Who does not like Shark There's, Tank? Well, look, Shark Tank. First of all, if you're on Shark Tank mm-hmm. and you don't, I just learned this. Yeah. Mm, let me see if I'm saying this right. You got to stop me if if this sounds a little off. So if you're on Shark Tank, the, sh- the sharks don't want your product. Yeah. But you still pop off. Mm-hmm. You still have to pay five percent because Shark Tank Whoa. sort of launched you. That's Even smart. If, That's yeah. so. I mean, smart. on Shark Tank's part. Yeah, of course. Also, too, though, that makes sense because there's so many people that come on there that I am a little bit like. You you were never gonna say yes to anything. No. You just came on here for free advertising exactly. yeah and it's but it's, it's smart. not free it's right. not it's like five percent if you pop off Good. but but also the, these like sharks have all the money and they're yeah. like they already have the advantage when you're pitching stuff yeah so that's the only thing that sucks but it's so cool but it's also i mean that's how venture capital works that's true anyway too. this is just instead of being in a room with a bunch of dicks from silicon valley you're like oh i get to be on tv too so this is going to be fun this could yeah. lead into a little thing here shark tank do you know that there's a Canadian version called Dragon's Den that Mr. Wonderful. same producers? Mr. Wonderful and Robert uh-huh. were on dra- Dragon. They're both Canadian. They were on yeah, that Rob, first. Yeah. And then you fuckers in America called the brain drain, stealing all our smart people. <laughs> That's right. Not me. <laughs> took them. And now we have some two other chooches up there now. And oh, I don't they don't know. do both? No, they don't do Aww. both. Because they're here. Why the hell would you That's go and true. get that shitty Canadian money? My friend on- actually went to Robert's wedding. What? He lives in like yeah. She went to she went. I remember she and she was in Toronto. With Suzanne Summers in the bathroom, and she like <laughs> helped her fix her wig, and she, it was so funny. Oh, that's <laughs> Toronto. I guess that's yeah, yeah. It was in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dragons Den. Well, but it. you were oh, we. Okay. You let us brain drain you, and even if you say you're not smart, you're talented. It's the same thing. We they we they did teach us about that in school though. Really? Called the brain drain. Yeah, it's a big thing about like people emigrating to the to the United States because there was more money and more opportunity. You guys definitely didn't learn it. There's no brain drain to to Canada. No. No, hell no. Why would anyone do that? I think There's I no I remember wow. learning about that in college, but I didn't know about Canada. It was talking more about because at the time, obviously I worked in tech, so this is particular to that, but like Southeast Asia. So Indians, not Afghans. <laughs> not very different. <laughs> I wonder how long that flight is Af- Afghanistan to India. Probably lengthy. Pretty. I mean, which part of India? Shut it. <laughs> like, if you just the, go the from most, the top to the bottom of India, it's like hours. The most east part. <coughs> the most eastern yeah. part. The closest part to Afghanistan. It's probably, I mean, it's not too far away because there's only Pakistan in between. Yeah? Yeah, and Pakistan's not the biggest country. 
Isn't it like more central than India? And I think I think actually Afghanistan's a little more west. This is I can't believe we're just doing hand motions <laughs> of a map <laughs> on a podcast. I hope I hope this is going to generate the most like listener comments. People are going to be like, "Do you not know what a globe looks like?" And my answer is no. I got this is so I lived uh, when I studied abroad. I lived in Budapest, Hungary. And this is how ignorant I was of like Europe, because also I should just mention, I am so old. I grew up and there was just like the Iron Curtain. You know what I mean? So I didn't have to know all these different Russian republics and all that. It was still the Yugoslavia was still Yugoslavia. It was the USSR when you went. I remember the I remember. No, 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 no. No. This is this is way past there. But growing up when you learn geography. Yeah. Like at that age. It was gotcha, still the USSR. Gotcha. There was still, I remember the Berlin Wall coming down. Like when you have to, they make you in school draw, you know, color in the map of Europe so you know the countries. Did no one else have to do this in, no, in like I, fifth grade? I don't remember. <laughs> it was so long. I just, I, I went yeah. to the American Museum of thing and that one of the speeches, you could do speeches, like, like president is, speeches. Because your American president speeches are so fucking wicked. <laughs> yeah. They pop me up. <laughs> And what's the guy? He goes, Berbishkov. What's his name? Gorbachev. 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 Tear down this wall. <laughs> Tear down that wall. Yeah, that was pretty good. But so anyway, so I and Yugoslavia was one big country. Czechoslovakia was one big country. But now I'm living in, in Hungary and that's none of this is true anymore. There's a hundred new countries that didn't exist when I was growing up. And I am so ignorant of the geography of literally where I've been living for months when we started bombing Yugoslavia. Yeah. Uh one, a couple of the missiles kind of went astray and some went into Bulgaria and some went into Serbia. Yeah. And so they had to call this big meeting at the school of like, you know, we've notified all your parents, uh, you know, if you want to leave Europe right now, we're going to make arrangements, da, 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 but you can stay for the rest of the semester. We're obviously not going anywhere. And I just, the whole meeting, I was like, why is everyone freaking out that a missile went into Serbia? We're so far from Serbia. And someone was like, Amy, if you Drive 45 minutes south, you're Damn. in Serbia. Damn. And I was like, oh. Okay, so anyway. So my point is... Uh, Did you then freak out? No, I, no I, th- I thought that was stupid. I thought everyone was being stupid. It was actually the first time I really realized... <laughs> you morons. It was the first time I realized my, like, American privilege, though, because mm-hmm. I did have that option. And, you know, like, I had already made friends who were Hungarian at that point. Where are they going to go? If they get accident, If one of their, you know, if they get accidentally hit by an American bomb, there's no... They, that's it they're in they're, hungry yeah they gotta stay there yeah and i you know i was like i'm here i'm here to finish this semester out i'm not gonna throw away this money i spent on being here uh i'm i'm gonna be fine and you know if it's my time with an errant missile i guess it's my time well that's a that's a that's a good way to look at it i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah. i would have been on the fucking first plane back to the united states yeah. for sure i'm not getting lit up by a missile in hungry that's not how you want to go. I'm way more scared of like diseases and shit. Like if you tell me there's a cholera outbreak or some shit, I'll be like, get out, get, I'm going. Really? Yeah. I think. I don't think cholera is a thing anymore, but that's a scary <laughs> disease. Uh, I, did, I thought you mispronounced the disease. <laughs> I didn't know, what the hell is that? No, there, that right. was like a big, it, like up until the 1800s or something that just killed every, it was basically bad diarrhea. But Really? Yeah. It just killed tons of people, including like in London, like in first world cities. I so when we have that. the big outbreaks here, do you freak out? A little bit, but not, I mean, I still also kind of have that a little bit fatalistic thing of like, look, we're all going to die at some point. Maybe I'm going to die of SARS, but I do a little bit get like, all right, I don't, I don't really want to be a plane right now. I don't want to be, you know. I went to SARS stock in Toronto in 2003. What? Wicked, yeah, wicked what? concert. Yeah. SARS hit Toronto big. We had a bunch of diseases in 2003. Mad yeah. cow, hand oh, in yeah. mouth. 
whatever the fuck you call it. Cut in mouth. But SARS was a big one. And uh, like eight people died and it sucked. But I, I mean, I got, it got me off school a little bit. So I was pretty pumped about SARS. <laughs> and uh, they had SARS stock. And it was a, it was in August. It was huge. It was like five hundred thousand people. Rolling Stones, ACDC. It's when I became a just. It's when I became a Justin Timberlake. It's when I became a Justin Timberlake fan because I was the like sound effect from what you just did. I can't. Ooh, I was yeah. seventeen. Okay. Yeah. I saw. I was like, you know, when you're seventeen, you're you're a loser, and like ACDC and all these guys are there, right? And then Justin Timberlake is coming out with his solo. Uh, oh his, yeah. It was around that time, right, where he's coming out with his solo thing. And the role, and he was like a guest at Sarstock, and everyone, all the people there were like these old, you know, rock guys who were there to see ACDC and like the 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 Guess Who or whatever the Who, I don't even know who the fuck they were, and uh, or Rush and whatever, right? So Rush. you know, Justin Timberlake comes out there and he's like dancing and stuff, and people are just booing him, like hundreds of th- a thousand of people. Justin Timberlake got booed. He was really young in the th- in the in his career, like as a solo artist, and guys were peeing in bottles and like throwing it at him and i went there to like boo him and then i just saw this like man working his ass off while getting booed by hundreds of thousands of people and i was like i love this fucking guy (laughs) and then keith richards yelled at a guy he's like yo stop it stop it and they brought justin timberlake back and he sang a song with the with the rolling stones and i was like this guy's incredible and that's when I like, thank you, SARS. That's why I'm a Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Did you ever tell Christina that story? No. No, oh. she gets too intense when I talk about Justin Timberlake. She like breaks a bottle and she's just like, don't <laughs> fucking say anything negative. I'm like, okay. That sounds about right. <laughs> no, he's amazing. That's that's the only thing. That's a really SARS. cool, like inspiring story. He was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, those, those, those outbreaks are, are tough. Yeah, I'm not into it. Yeah. I don't like him either. What did we have a couple years ago? Was it Ebola? Yeah. No, it was yeah. that baby, big head baby thing. Well, no, Zika was not a problem here. <laughs> baby, big head. What? Baby, big head thing. <laughs> you know, if they, what was that called? I forget. Zika. 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 <laughs> What? But that wasn't here. That was that. Oh, a little head baby. I got it all fucked up. It was a little head baby. I don't know. We're close. <laughs> baby big head thing big head baby there was, there was Zika there was swine oh flu bird mean, flu yeah. Ebola I always see yeah. that on the trains sometimes but I feel like advertising. a couple years ago in New York didn't we have like actual <laughs> Ebola now there's having legion now there's legionnaires that's the big outbreak right now what the hell is legionnaires it's, it's particles it's like a bron- it's kind of like bronchitis but you get it no you get it through bad water I mean, it goes into the air and it goes into like your lungs. But like the filtration systems and like the air conditionings and like those kinds of things, I thought it comes from. I thought it came. It, well, these ones are coming from a bad water tower in, I think it's Harlem. Oh. Oh my or God, Washington it's here? Heights. I got to move. Yeah. Now I got to move. It's here. Yeah. But yeah. it actually is relatively hard to transmit. It's called Legionnaire's disease because you have to be, it, something because legions get it, you have to be in really close contact with other people who have it. It's not like Ebola that's going to just like spread. Yeah. Like it's, you got to be. It's like, hey, if you don't live it, if you're not taking a shower out of this water tower, you're probably going to be okay. And you can't like trans. If if you take a shower out of this water tower yeah. and then you say what up to me, am I going to get it or I got to Not if I say what thing? up. Probably if we were like made out furiously, you could maybe get it. But okay. like, that's a visual. We don't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's all I can see now. Oh, great. <laughs> Wasn't, you know the, what I mean. wasn't the pl- 
plague back here? I read, when I first when there's I, still there's still plague in Southwest U.S. like in Arizona. I heard there's a plague here in New York. There is it makes sense. There's oh, rats man. all over the fucking place. But we're good. I think we're not. Well, we're mostly immune. Well, we? that's yeah, the thing is, yeah, to. almost everyone has to have some kind of genetic immunity because our sure. ancestors didn't die in the plague. Yeah. So they were the ones, you know. What did it hit most? England, mostly England. I think it hit most all of Europe. Really? I mean, it hit England pretty hard. It actually, this is so nerdy. Uh, it helped peasants. So many people. It actually changed sort of like the structure of English society. So many peasants died that their labor became valuable, and they were actually able to like demand a living wage and like gotcha. all these concessions and stuff. Where before they were basically just slaves. Supply and demand. Yeah, buddy. So that's cool. That's you know, good. Everybody, if you want to make a little more money, start a plague. <laughs> Start a plague. Get uh, it going. Really veered off of you. Oh fuck! No, this is a part. This is a part of me. And what are we talking about? I talked. To, I told you about my SARS uh, little story. That was yeah. Beautiful. We got we got some Your insight of, of Pavone. What what do you what else do you need to know about? Yeah, me? what's your burning question, Rachel? Yeah, well, what I, what's your ultimate goal? Like with comedy, like what's your end to like, where you feel like you've made it? You're happy. I'd like to have like a a, a good following and and like uh, do like small theaters for sure. And, you know, have like, I, I, I have no ambitions about being like a Kevin Hart or I, I don't, it, it, that looks exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it really does. You know, if it was a possibility, yes, I would not shoot it down. That's mm-hmm. fucking mental to be a trillionaire. Yeah. That's insane. But you know, someone who has like, you know, uh, a, 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 like a stable following and then, you know, I, I got a podcast or, make some appearances on like TV shows, but I, I don't know. I don't really, as of right now, I don't really have ambitions to like write a TV show or mm-hmm. do anything, but maybe that'll change. So I don't know, but I'm not going to be one of these people who've been like, Oh, I love comedy. I want to just tour the country and work the comedy clubs. Fuck that. I want to make money doing this too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make like six figures. I mean, And you'll be content. For, until I hit it. And then maybe I was gonna say I don't think you're I think you're one of the, those people that's never gonna be no content. I'm not but you know which is kind of a good thing it's a good thing I don't but I also don't want to lose my goddamn marbles yeah I, I think aren't the la- they already gone? yeah but no I'm okay like <laughs> like the like the last year I I've been like you can't just do comedy every night and just maintain your hap- your happiness based on comedy you have to do other things. You have to like find other passions in your fucking life. If you just do comedy all the time and just focus on it, first of all, you're, it's not a benefit to you or your comedy. Mm. You got to live your life. Yeah, yeah. You got to do other things. And so I'm trying to have a and balance. If it, and if too. it doesn't, it doesn't pan out exactly the way that you want. You'll like lose your shit. Exactly. You know, you can't, you can't <laughs> live like that. Have like a. Yeah, this is too much of a roller coaster for someone to pin their entire well being on. Yeah. yeah. So what are you what are you passionate about? Yeah, what's besides? your hobbies now? Definitely love sports. I mean, I want I, I want I could have guessed that. I, I want to start cooking. Ooh. Yeah, my mom's my my family's just Why don't you and Jay do a cooking show? We he he cooks too with too much like curry and I'm it's just too much for me. Like he So that could be a nice house. balance of like you trying to get him to try other things and him shooting you down and He would definitely eat other things. I'm just not a good cook. I just got Mike is a good cook. He cooks very well. Yeah. I, I would just like like to cook well. So when people come over, I have like some dishes that I can, you know, it's it's cool. Cook for your chick. Just cook for her. I made her pasta. Ooh. I had my I FaceTime my mom and she was like, Aww. too much salt. I'm like, fuck. 
Like she was like right there. Then she started singing in Italian, like Aww. while I was stirring the sauce. <laughs> was, That's really cute. It was. Fun. That's obnoxious. That's cute. fun. She Olivia uh, took me to a cooking class. She surprised me. We went to a cooking class. In, in Midtown, and yeah. we made like homemade pasta and shit. It was fucking wicked. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it was so cool. Where'd yeah. you go? Ah, I forget. I forget what the place is called. I think it was like 54th and like 7th. Does that make sense? Maybe. Wait, maybe that's Sir La Tabla place? That's it. I knew it. That's it. I knew it. It's on 57th and like 8th or something. Something like that. Yeah, Chef yeah, yeah. Gian. She's the best. <laughs> you know Chef Gian? No. Intense. I'm not yeah. I'm not into cooking. That's right in your face. Tells you to whisk harder. I'm like, all right, check, check. Calm it down. I like her. It's like a spin class, but for whisking. Yeah. She's a fucking maniac. Yeah, no. Definitely I definitely want to cook. I wanna be I just I just I know we gotta leave soon, but like I saw my friends, they were here this weekend with my dad. They have like lives and girlfriends and mortgages, but they like they're people. Yeah. They like they cook. They got things going on. They have p- other passions, and I was like, I gotta be more well rounded, and you know, you do other things. You know, I can't just do comedy and fucking be a psychopath. That's weird. You know, I go to I go to like events and birthday parties. People ask me what's up, and I'm just like, oh, I was at this open mic. I don't want to fucking do that. That's <laughs> is insane. that what yeah. you say? No, I I mean I I <laughs> I carry other. I have enough little information on other things to not look like a psychopath. But, yeah, but if you, that party extends another four more hours, I'm fucked. You know, I gotta jump out a window. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're the only one that feels like anybody you anybody you tell that you do stand up, they're like, oh my god, that's so cool. Not well, anymore. but what if you go into that party and it's all other comedians? I, literally every conversation I have with anyone now is like hey how you been what's new nothing since the last time i saw you this yeah this is the same yeah. you and me we see each other in the same place every well, time i want to do something so that the next time we have a conversation it's not just that yeah. and we have other things going on you know because talking yeah. about cooking is thrilling i think it can be cooking is fucking wicked what you you wouldn't want to make a great dish yeah have but i wouldn't people go over. like talking about it no, but it's another, you know, it's another thing. You, you say you're a good cook, then people are like, yeah, I should make you something. You come, you go over to their house, you have a little party, you make pasta. That's a good time. What the hell are we doing? Staring on our, on our phone on Instagram? Who gives a fuck? I don't know. I've lost it. All right. Well, on that note, uh, we do have to wrap up. Yeah, Anything you want to plug coming up? Just just uh, follow our uh, podcast, Sweet Buddies. Uh, S-U-I-T-E-B-U-D-D-I-E-S. We're on like iTunes, all that stuff. I also have another podcast with Graham K., very funny guy, uh, friends in sports, and uh, we have a show on the at New York Comedy Club 13th? East. Does that sound right? Thursday, Thursday the thirteenth. Yeah, second at, Thursday in in December. I believe so. Ten fifteen at Fourth Street. Yep. Yes, at Fourth Street. So we have that coming up. So you know, come out and we we're gonna have a good show. And that'll be fun. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, you're especially working. now that me and Amy are on it. So you're on the. You're gonna be on the podcast. <laughs> you for sure. <laughs> And I pointed at Amy, just in case anybody was wondering who I was pointing at. I feel like you knew. Yeah, um, yeah that's it. Cool. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you for being here, Alex. Yeah, of course. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to This Is Not A Green Room. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, including Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes, as well as the Laughable app. And wherever you're listening to us, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating so that other people can find us and love us too. You can find us online at Not A Green Room on Instagram and Twitter, and you can check out the club at New York Comedy on Twitter and NY Comedy Club on Facebook and Instagram.